The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Welcome to Worlds Collide, the wrestling art podcast for wrestling fans by wrestling fans. Featuring Tony Bella from WrestlingTradingCards.com. This is like a, a stock market. Like- and Zan Morning from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer. I'm just posing the question. Join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger, better collection, and making some money along the way. What's up, wrestling fans, trading card collectors, worlds collide, another week, another episode, and pretty popular one today because I think this is something that resonates more than any other space in the hobby, maybe outside of like entertainment cards, but wrestling fans love their autograph cards. It seems like over any type of card there is, autograph cards seem to be what the hobby's kind of gravitated to, and there's different levels of that based on talent and where the card comes from. And of course, this is one of those ideas that Tony shoots over to me <laughs> while he's, you know, doing who knows what, probably at the national. And he was like, oh, yeah, here's an idea. The rise. When did, of when did I send cards. these to you? I just sent these to you not too long ago, I think. I mean, I, was, no, I think it honestly was during the national. I just uh, sat there and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, here's one idea. And here's another. And I, I, I like, I better put these down in a text and send them to there, right now. There was a, you, you, were, you were at a showcase and you saw this Miz card. <laughs> <laughs> and it, the guy had 15 grand on it. And you said, how about 14 grand and 50 cents? And he said, no deal. And you're like, no okay, deal. I'm sending this out. He's like, dude, it's the Miz. Come on. <laughs> All right. So uh, I guess, why do you think that autograph cards seem to be so popular within well, wrestling let's, let's Let's be more specific to the audience right now. Because this is uh, my, my idea of this particular topic was, I'm not even talking about pack pulled cards. But that's what, that's where the idea came from like mm-hmm. uh outside of the pack pulled autographs stickers on card i don't care what it is the hobby seems to be more into lately of through the mail or in person like taking a card a perfect example is, is obviously the, uh, the 82 83 all-stars sure. uh, people, people getting those cards and they're meeting greg valentine having them sign it they're meeting hacks on having them sign it's like that um and that, that's sort of kind of taken off now and like where where is that coming from like uh i was kind of curious as to why why now like i used to do that years ago by the way and i wasn't doing that with the all-stars because that to me was like that's my set i don't want to have any extras i'm not breaking the set but i would take my extra base cards of certain talent and back with david porto back in there you know before wtc was born and going the 90s and going out there and just meeting talent at, a, at an event and having them sign my trading card to me there was much easier to to travel with I could have a whole bunch of them. I have to carry out all these eight by tens. And yeah. um, David was doing eight by tens. I was doing trading cards. He got me into doing eight by tens and I kind of stopped doing trading cards. Um, and uh, I just thought, oh, these are bigger. I can frame them. I can put them in this da, 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 better. Um, and I stopped doing it. But I used to have a ton of trading cards. Like, you know, I'm talking like Armand level type, you know, post of, of, of getting cards signed all the time everywhere I went. 
Um, and now that kind of went away. And now all of a sudden, the last couple of years, especially the last year, you start seeing a lot of guys, again, all-stars being one of them, but going out and getting a lot of, you know, base cards signed. And why is that? There's a whole lot of reasons. I, you know, honestly, we'll try to get as much as in as we can. You mentioned some of them and, you know, it's just my opinion, but I'll start with it. Wrestling cards, just the popularity in general, like they're out there now, people that were wrestling fans that didn't collect before were like, Oh, these are kind of cool. It's kind of like a poster I have or an eight by 10, except for it's easier to carry. It's easier to store. Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing. Second thing, oh, it's, it's smaller than an action figure. That's another good one. Yeah. Uh, the second thing is it's it's a cool like moment, like it's it's a moment in time of that card that you're then able to almost relive with the superstar in front of you at a convention, at a wrestling show. Mm -hmm. uh, I know that you said the TTM through the mail. That's still an option because you you know they had it in their house or whatever, and they sure. sent, they they handled it and sent it back to you. So it's a it's a cool connection moment. And something I think I want to think about from like the business perspective is there are people out there that are seeing how inexpensive these base cards are and they're taking advantage of it. And the fans are just as happy. High spots, full transparency has bought cards for me, stacks of base cards. And then all of a sudden you'll see them for sale, like sealed in a one touch that they, mm -hmm. they had a signing come through. And the people that are buying those from them are just as happy to get those because you see them talk about it on social media. So, mm -hmm. um, and I'm sure that, you know, from a convention standpoint, that's something that's inexpensive and cheap for the, the talent to sign, to, to buy, sign, resell to the fans at an affordable price, yet they're still going to make huge margins on it. Yeah. Cause I, you know, doing conventions now, and, you know, for years and years and years, I would see, let, let's just say uh, the average person had a uh, hundred fans come you know, during the course of a convention uh, of those hundred fans coming to the table, two tops, maybe two tops would bring um, a, a trading card. Sometimes not at all. Maybe, mm -hmm. maybe not at all, but maybe uh, that's just to be nice and say on average, two people would come and bring out of a hundred fans, a trading card. Of course, me being a trading card, you know, uh, um, a fan myself, I like, Hey, I, you know, you ever check out wrestlingtradingcards.com? I see you're a card collector, and I just you know do my spiel and things like that. And like, oh yeah, you know, sometimes they've heard it, sometimes they haven't. Da da da. It's like, but that's the reason. Like, oh well, they're smaller. I like to have them. That's what I've always done, kind of thing. Uh, now I'm seeing when I go to do conventions more recently, I've that same. I'll see maybe a, a dozen people come now. To I mean, it's not a lot, but to have a lot more than it was you know one or two. Yep. Now it's like you know, dozen will like. And sometimes maybe it's not that much. Maybe it's not a dozen different people. Maybe it's six different people who now have multiple cards they want to get signed now, like different things like, oh, well, I have I have like four Lita cards. Is there a way I can get like, you know, and so, I, you know, I'm just noticing more and more at, at shows now uh, people are getting cards. I think it's great. I, I was just kind of curious to kind of hear other people's opinions on why they do it, why they like it, why they think it's uh, suddenly all uh, it's been more popular than ever now. Uh we can dig into that even more. Uh, so the all-stars like that has become this, I think the modern collector who is not a grading snob understands that it's a second level of chase that you can get in a vintage card. These guys, you know, like um, pick a random guy, Austin Idol. Like I love Austin Idol. I love Memphis wrestling. Austin Idol doesn't have a lot of stuff in WWE products. Mm -hmm. So to get one of his first cards, 
autograph that may be one of the only autograph cards he has, mm -hmm. let alone being in that iconic set. So for that specific set, it's an extra level of chase in a set where there is no chase. So I think that's something. So it's a self-made chase. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what it is. And I've seen yeah. some people that are like diehard fans, baseball specifically, that have taken something that's been overproduced, that's not worth anything. And they have tried to get that whole set autographed. And I think that's such a cool chase. You know, me and you have yeah. talked about several times, like finding your lane, going after it and finding that collection, building that out, chasing that grail and mm -hmm. getting that stuff put together. Maybe it's inexpensive and maybe it's not worth a lot, but it's something that's really fun to do and collect. I think that's another thing that people are doing is kind of like trying to put together autograph sets of in-person autographs. Maybe they don't even grade. And that so that's just another thing is some of these cards the only way that you could get that talent to autograph that card with that specific moment of picture on the card or whatever is at these conventions or in person and i think it's got more of a connectability to it as opposed to you know pulling something out of a pack okay yeah they signed it but you know I, there's still value there especially in wrestling like wrestling fans value the autograph over the parallel card that's a out of you know just like a even a gold parallel i would say if you would like probably take a poll the average wrestling car collector do you want a booker t autograph or do you want a booker t numbered out of 50 gold they're probably gonna be like autograph because that's just yeah. you know that's what the majority of them like so i think coming to the conventions and getting stuff signed in person however means that you do that whether on the street wherever i also think it brings um a level of of less fear you know that's legit i i just took yeah. i just took i just took that fear out that i don't have to work because I, I i got it in person i did it you know, um, and now with the authentication companies now too, like if I wanted to flip it, I mean, I can go to authentication company, but it's all part of that meeting someone too. I mean, yes. uh, people like wonder why, like, you know, are certain prices the way they are, you know, now we live in a world now where obviously you have like Fitterman out there, you know, charging these, uh, astronomical numbers for, you know, certain talents to sign things, you know, um, and I guess because on one side, like, well, they get it because they understand there's a market for that. And why not charge someone more when they know they're going to probably go out and it could be worth, you know, five times what they're going to charge for that anyway. So I, I get that side of it, too. Um, uh, yeah, it's just it's a matter of like um, you pay for the experience. So when you're there, you're paying for the experience and what a cool experience it is to get something like a trading card sign, because, again, with the easiness of it and. But at the same token, I got guys who have nothing about, they don't care about trading cards at all. Like, I got to have my belt signed. I got to have my action figures. I got to get my pop signed. I got to get you know, my, all that kind of stuff. But, you know, that's all their lanes. So, yeah. And I think that's just a different type of collector. You know, like this is the, the card collecting community. It seems like in other, other sports or other segments where like, if you get the base card or the rookie card or whatever it is autographed, it's almost defacing the card. That was kind of the 100%. mentality. And I've had that conversation before back. Uh, I had an ex who was really much into the, the Broncos and loved John Elway. And so that came up like, you know, Hey, I, I have, you know, got a couple of his rookie cards for her at the time. It's like that. She wanted to get one assigned. I go, there's like a section of the market. It goes, you know, Oh, well, whatever the rookie car was. And then whatever the autograph price is, you know, that's, that's, that's the, now the true value of that card. And others go, are you kidding me? It was a rookie card. You devalued it by defacing it uh, because you put, he had, he wrote on it kind of thing. So right. it was like different strokes for different folks kind of thing, but in wrestling, they don't seem to care about that kind of stuff. Yeah. And another thing I want to talk about, we haven't touched on it yet is the wrestling card community hates sticker autographs with a passion which is again, something different. Like if you go to the sports card Avenue, 
not the big, most people are not big fans of sticker autographs, but if there's, you know, a top quarterback or, you know, a hot baseball prospect and they have a gold parallel or a, you know, out of five red or something like that, and it's got a sticker auto on it, that thing can, you know, reach astronomical levels of of sales where as if you go look at like some of the TNA, like Hogan autographs or, um, you know, just pick, pick a random set, pick a decent name talent and find some of their on-card autos. And they're selling, they're selling for, even though it's maybe not near as popular as a card, they seem to do better from a monetary perspective than say like prism sticker autos or well, random other sticker autos. It's it's that, that mentality too of thinking like, well, they touched the card when they were signing as opposed to stickers that somebody else ended up touching it and putting on the card. So it's a, it's just another level of, connectivity to that talent it's like i it's like oh well booker actually held on to this card and signed it so as opposed to the sticker that i just signed a whole sheet full of 30 stickers per sheet kind of thing i have one other thing i want to touch on and this is more of like a i want to get your opinion and i think it will actually help some people listening we've talked about people taking your cards to conventions or to wrestling events or whatever it is to get them signed so i want to get your opinion because i have i've got a pretty uh i've pretty uh bearish on this is like what type of cards are you getting signed like i think base cards are the best option because they're plentiful they're Mm -hmm. taking something that's been printed to the moon essentially and kind of again making that more of a chase like something that there's you know fifty thousand of maybe there's only five thousand of those that specific autographed base card Mm -hmm. maybe it's in a psa slab or maybe it's just in your collection but the point is there's only so many of those and you may like, you know, there, we just talked about the defacing the section of the hobby. I'm not really talking about that, but what I do not like, and I, I, I apologize. I'll just tell the story that I saw on social media, Tony, maybe you saw it, maybe somebody else see it. And uh, if you're listening to this, I apologize. I'm not trying to throw you under the bus. I saw an orange Cassidy one of one get signed in person with a silver Sharpie and it looked awful. Like, I just, you want to talk about defacing a card, like having a one of one signed with just a crappy Sharpie on there. I, I was just like, you just ruined this. So am, am I too much of a nerd in saying that I don't like uh, recently golden, actually time of recording. I think they've got a Hogan PMG that's been signed up for mm-hmm. auction. I don't want that. Like I want the PMG as it's supposed to be. I want the base card Hogan's signed. Do you see the logic there? What do yeah, you think? I, I, I get it. I mean, I, I took a one of one printing plate that I have of of of, uh, did, of Kurt Angles like that, but it's a, it's a printing a, plate. It's a printing plate of the autograph card, so I just had him sign it. So I was going to say, fit. does it have the autograph space in there? And when they do have that, does that change things for you? One hundred percent. It's just this card right here. It looks like it came from the pack. Yeah, it looks like it came from the pack. So it's like it's it's a printing plate. So uh, I just picked up some more printing plates uh, of Kurt Angle from that set that are from the base set, but I'm not getting those signed. Okay. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying on that. Um, it's different strokes, again, for different folks, I guess, like that. But, I mean, if you're going to do something like that, you would think you'd want to do something that I think, like, hmm, I kind of want this to pop and stand out like that. And silver on a magenta or something like that, it's just not going to work. <laughs> it's yeah. just not going to work. I would have maybe done, like, a baby blue paint pen or something like that. I don't know, but um, – yeah, I, I get it. Like base cards are probably the way they're plentiful. They're cheap. Um, 
you can have an extra chase with them, getting sure. 10 different base cards and 10 different colors of ink. Yeah, sure. And then build your own rainbow. Yep. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of ways to be uh, fun and, and cool with that kind of stuff. But I, again, the topic for, for me was just to kind of uh, bring up that I've noticed that it's become more of a popular thing. Obviously, the All-Stars become a thing, you know, watching Uncle Danny do his thing, yep. always watching uh, Robin been doing his thing forever, you know, seeing packs, seeing your stuff you've been chasing after lately, uh, uh, Francisco, uh, watching all these guys out there, these, 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 these amazing collectors with amazing collections, uh, getting stuff signed. It just seems like it's picked up more steam lately. Uh, even to me, like I, I got a couple I went and got recently. I mean, hell, I've got uh, who who'd I get recently? I got um, uh, Jake the Snake, and I got uh, hacksaw, right? I, I got hacksaw. It's like that kind. You know what? I got them. Might as well go ahead and take them and uh, and get them signed too. So yep, uh, it's fun. It's a, it's a, it's it adds a little bit level, like you said, of chase to it. Where like I took something that was like done. That's it. And said, you know what? I'm gonna take it one more step to another level, like that. You know, like I'm I'm waiting for someone now to go. Like I'm gonna take my my 82 flare and I'm gonna take a little snippet of his <laughs> ring worn gear, glue it on there. <laughs> oh my! It. <laughs> Someone's gonna do it. Someone's Probably. gonna do it. You know what you guys do? You take all those stupid damn bootleg ones, those reprint that they're putting out there all over the place. You take those and you make little your own little event worn type of uh, thing. Funny you say that. Uh, I saw a 82 Hogan and I don't know if it's established as a reprint or an actual one, but it has a Hogan sticker auto on it. <laughs> I was like, if this is real, this just makes me want to throw up. Oh, it's great. But yeah, just kind of circling back, uh, the wrestling car community loves on-card in-person autographs. And Agreed. I've talked to a lot of sports guys that are like, why do you guys do this? Like you're defacing the card. Why don't you want the PSA 10 or the, you know, the highest grade you can get? Sure. And I'm like, well, yeah, there's those people in wrestling cards too. Like um, you, you've talked about David and Rob, like they like their autographs, but they also really value their high grade cards. And you know, that that's cool. There's nothing wrong with that. But nope. for, for me, it's that it's always been for the all-stars. It's that extra level of chase because I bought the whole set. I had it all. And I was like, these are cool. And then all of a sudden I started seeing a couple people sign them and I'm like, okay, there it is. That's it. Yep. That's the next thing. Yep. But, and, and again, I wanted to go back to uh, if you're listening out there by chance, if you're a professional wrestler or a promoter or whoever, like wrestling cards are such an inexpensive way to sell merchandise at your table yep. and to get these things signed by, you know, if you've got somebody, a special guest coming in, or maybe you want to create your own wrestling card set for your own promotion. Like cards are just the best things to get signed and collect in my opinion for stuff like that. And, and kids are loving them. Uh, Paul and Nunn from the wrestling card price guide, you know, uh, put out a 40 card promo set to help promote uh, his site. So I, it's a beautiful little card set. And he takes them uh, uh, to uh, a local uh, promotion up in Toronto and he lays them out there. He's got a, a deal with um, uh, the promoter there and uh, they lay them all out. He puts them all on every chair in the entire house. And he just watches as the kids scramble and they want to trade and get this and get that. It's like that. And he's, he's building, uh, you know, people uh, interest in kids like wanting to get these cards like that. So it's always a fun way to get uh, people into the hobby. Yeah. And something else I think is cool. And we'll close on this is that, uh, you know, I think you just like this is a creating a it's creating a creative thing for the collector. 
because mm-hmm. you can take the card and maybe it's an, it necessarily a base card. Like maybe it is a card of a specific moment that meant the most to you when you were watching wrestling. So uh, I joked in the last episode about the like homemade Vince autographs that, that we keep seeing come out bootleg yeah. or whatever. So I saw somebody took a picture of his limousine explosion and there was an auto on it. I'm like, man, how cool would that be if like that was your mo- that was your introduction to like that period of that time period in wrestling and sure. you could get that talent to sign that specific photo or you know when the NWO like there was a NWO legend set that's in the I think it's 2021 flagship for WWE and it was like NWO Hall of Fame and it was like kind of like the first card was like hauled in the ring on that first night when he jumped the rail and I'm like what if that was your first like introduction to wrestling was that specific moment. And then if you could actually get that card signed by that person, mm-hmm. just something cool that, yep. uh, you know, you can think of I, that this hobby, like it's not all about money and it's not all about having the best collection. It's about what's the most you can get out of it and have fun doing it. We, we continually of, uh, talk about that. A lot of, a lot of collectors we've, I've discovered now since, uh, you know, kind of getting back into this stuff again, in the last couple of years of just, certain really creative people out there who've uh, found some very unique ways to collect uh, along the same lines of what you're just saying. It's like that, you know, guys like, you know, I, I, I'm only collect uh, undertaker street cards. That's all I, and, yep. you know, collect. I mean, that's just such a brilliant thing. Like I'm, I, I'm sure it's probably somebody out there going, Hey, I only uh, collect uh, every Royal rumble winner. That's all I collect or, you know, it's well, and then cool we've thing. got, we've got Doug Driesel jr. From green circle trading who took our idea that we joked about, like, I don't know how many months ago, and he's actually doing it now. He's trying to collect enough ring mat relics to put together a regulation size ring. Yeah, yeah. Right, there you go. Yeah, he, he took the dimensions and figured out it's going to take this many cards to do it. And it's like that. And he just started, but he's got a long way to go. But what a great journey that would be. Like, can you imagine when he goes, like, I've got enough cards, ring, you know, ring mat cards that I could actually build my own ring. And it's like, we've joked about stuff like that before. Yeah. Like, oh, there's so many of those things. And we can make our own ring. He's like, you know what? That'd be a cool collection. That's just creative thinking, man. Yep. And, you know, having and again it goes back to having fun like that you know the creative thinking leads to these fun things you can do which you know it it we're in the down market Uh, a lot of people feel like they're in this stagnant place and you know going out to these conventions and putting together autograph sets or you know trying to get cool inscriptions that's another thing i like on a lot of the vintage cards oh yeah, yeah, yeah random old inscriptions like i see a lot of people doing those at card shows now so like, just think outside the box when you're doing this, you know, maybe, uh, maybe that autograph base card from that random uh, job guy, like, um, I don't know, maybe like Lenny Lane or Jerry, Jerry Flynn, like maybe one of those guys is going to show up, but like, maybe, you know, they were a vital part of WCW Nitro. Maybe they made you laugh at one point. So get a cool inscription from them or find one of their cards and have them, you know, give, give them one of their own cards and have them sign. Like there's just so many endless opportunities when you start thinking about stuff like this. Yep. Good stuff. Anything else you want to touch on before we get out of here? No, that's pretty much it, man. I think we covered everything on that one. Thank you guys for listening. Tony, of course, let them know where they can find you and everything else you've got going on. Man, if you've been listening to this show for a while, you know, it's wrestlingtradingcards.com. You know we got to drill it into their heads, though. Of course, of course. Everything's on WesternTradingCards.com. Always to get in contact with me, uh, us. We got a great team of people: Chuckster, Paul, Armand. Uh, you know, scouring the uh, the world looking for everything, uh, trying to figure out uh, what's what and where it's from, and give you all the information. Twenty and years doing this, man. 
I want to continue to also hammer home to please subscribe to the WTC YouTube channel. Great content, great guests, Thanks. great kind of, uh, I guess, roundtables. I keep wanting to say panels, but I'm just like, I'm so like in starstruck from your guys' national panel. I'm uh, like, oh man, these guys are superstars now. They're the panel. Hosts. Well, you know, we did sign a few cards ourselves up there. Just I know. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, speaking of hand signed cards in person, uh, that that was just a uh, kind of an oddball thing like that. Uh, Brian was the first guy to walk up there and handed me the uh, t-shirt card. He brought his t-shirt because he bought a he bought a WTC t-shirt. You want? And, uh, he, that's that's he awesome. One, and he brought it. And he goes. He puts out there. He goes one of one, baby. I go. Yeah, it's a one of one. <laughs> I mean, uh, it was just it was just great. I mean. uh Sign a few of them like that, you know. Got um. I was speaking of some signed cards. Gonna have something. Took a took a play right out of the uh, card foundation guys playbook, you know. So we have something simple, and these are gonna be going up at some point in time because we're trying to raise some money to keep you know offset the cost for for WTC because it's not free. WTC, you know, it's just a labor of love stuff comes right out of my pocket. Uh, so in in ways to try to uh, raise money, you know, I did the Kevin Nash one originally. And it was mildly successful. The T-shirt was great, sold out. Uh, that was good. Uh, but for we made a special um, trading card, special for the national. Awesome. Uh, in the back, pretty much just says, you know, congratulations, you attended the uh, 2022 National Sports Collectors Convention and got this simple yet cool trading card. <laughs> and uh, they're numbered one of five through five of five. There's five signed by Paul, Chuckster, and myself. <laughs> Oh, hopefully I can get one. That'd be great. Uh, so, uh, one of the how many five. will exist? Uh, after you know, uh, by the time I put these up, who knows? I know my wife has the only one of one. She wanted one by first print, so I only had a total of fifty cards printed. She took the top one right away, had me sign it, and she made me. She forced me to write one of one <laughs> on it. Uh, and then uh, so forty nine became available to the public. Of that, five have been now signed by us, and the rest all went out to people at the national. See how much fun that you just created a hand signed card that's not numbered that's not a pmg that's not an you know one of like i mean it is a one-on-one but you like just created this stuff out of nothing it was just it was it was fun to try you know promote obviously but uh to see but then you know, the card foundation guys uh you know uh, danny and johnny had the same thing going there they had uh, their card and people were clamoring for it man people were just into that panel you watch people just uh hey we got they just stormed the ta the tables like that and they all wanted their free card you know some of them handed it back and wanted it signed <laughs> oh i thought you were just gonna say some of them handed it back and i was no, like no, oh, this, is a, this, this isn't a cubs game dude <laughs> <laughs> like oh uh, these these are wrestling i wanted baseball uh, here you go oh uh, i thought uh, i didn't know I, uh, I was looking for uh amateur wrestling sorry um yeah, so which was a question, by the way, at the panel. Someone was asking about values on, on stuff, like, and that's where I really wish someone like a, a Robin Lynn was there. It's right up his alley. That's something that I haven't seen. I know we're ending the show here, but I just that's something I'm not seeing take off. Like I thought with the popularity of UFC, the popular of wrestling, there's got to be some, and I like we both know there's amateur wrestling collectors sure. out there, but I just thought I would see a lot more people talking about them. And it's well, just, you're taking you're taking our regardless, we have a, a brighter spotlight on on our hobby, which we we know we do now. But you're still taking a small niche of the entire collectible trading card worlds like that, and now you're taking even a smaller niche. And that's true. So if, I mean, we're having a difficult time trying to get this over. It's so like that. I only got one impossible project at a time I can handle right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys can find all my stuff uh, at Zan Morning on all social platforms. Wrestling with Cards on YouTube and Wrestling with Cards the podcast. Speaking of podcasts, the one you're listening to right now that's more important anyway, 
please subscribe on whatever popular podcast platform you're listening to this on. And most importantly, if you like what we're doing, if you've liked our past podcast, if you like this one, make sure to tell a friend about it and share this. That's the best way we can kind of grow the listenership, get more people into the hobby, talking about wrestling cards and make sure to tag us on social media. Again, me and Tony are always talking about engagement, like get involved with the discussion. Let us know what you like. You don't like, what do you think about hand signed wrestling cards? Maybe it's a more of a kind of, you know, divided discussion than what we think it is. I don't know, but we'd love to hear your feedback on social platforms. Again, links in the show notes to what we've talked about. And yeah, please- even if you even if you got something else you don't that we haven't ever talked about, and you have a you know a top uh, show topic ideas, shoot them to us, man. We'll be happy absolutely. To We've already done a couple of episodes where we mentioned it was a topic that was being that was voted on by twitter guys or you know something that was emailed to one of us or whatever like we do take requests so whatever you guys want to hear let us know keep listening keep collecting wrestling cards and keep having fun most importantly we'll see you wrestling cards rule